0: Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 88. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits that I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, October 10th, 2019. Visit Pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links. If you want to follow along or leave any feedback, it's always appreciated, so Thanks for tuning in. Let's dive into our weekly feedback notes and links. So thank you for feedback from the last episode, episode 87 of the podcast, last episode. Thank you to Mike LaTorre who left a comment on the show notes notes page via the comment section there, which you can... Uh, do yourself if you'd like, uh, but he was asking about the repair setup, and I was actually, it was really cool to hear because Mike said that he was looking to actually potentially fix uh, his Chromebook, and he was asking about uh, my, my repair setup, so uh, I went pretty well into the details there for Mike on that page, so definitely check out the show notes uh, page for the last episode if you want to go through the stuff that I kind of mentioned that I used to repair the phones that I have already in the past so yeah thanks Mike for reaching out about that Uh, he did find a quick and simple solution uh, instead of actually having to replace the screen on his Chromebook which I think is what he was going to do uh, he found a different solution for it a simpler solution so that's always Good and, and nice to find those things uh, online. If you I was talking to Mike, and if you dig far enough, you will find a lot of different solutions to things, and uh, that's the beauty of the internet these days. So thanks, Mike, for reaching out there. Thanks to Kyle Helms for reaching out on Twitter about the last episode, uh, saying he would he he's waiting to see the the specifications and price for the Surface. Duo as well, the uh, new Surface phone. So, yeah, definitely agree with Kyle there. So, uh, thank you to everybody who left feedback. That was it for this week, but uh, always appreciate it again, pixelswim.com, if you want to do that. And with that said, let's dive into this week's LG G6 weekly report. Welcome to the LG G6 weekly report. Alright, so nothing this week for the LG G6. I am still using the Moto X4 as my daily driver. So, I'm not even really sure why I played the intro music, (laughs) but uh, that's been this week's LG G6 Weekly Report. Alright, so the next thing on my list here is that I am looking into getting my wife a 2-in-1 Android tablet. Uh, she is a good candidate for it. Uh, right now she's using the Galaxy Tab A8-inch tablet. Uh, it's a low-end tablet. I think it's actually a T-Mobile variant, but I did buy it off of Swappa a few years ago. And uh, it's a bit sluggish. It's Like I said, it's kind of a, a low-end tablet. And it's, I think, believe it's running uh, Android 5. So yeah, it's got some nice lollipop action going on there. But uh, she And she also wouldn't mind a little bit of a bigger screen. Um, and when I was saying she was a good candidate for it, basically, she has the, a Lenovo laptop, the same one that I had previously. We've had two of the same laptop. I think it's the Lenovo 510, uh, Idea Pad 510. And she had been using that through uh, school when she was going to school. So uh, she really hasn't been using it these days. She does have a work computer now. And so she doesn't really use it that much. Uh, she's used it a couple times, I think, since uh, she's been working. So it's just been kind of sitting around and, uh, you know, it's one of those, it's, it's, I, she's probably not going to lug it around anywhere. So she has been having to travel quite a bit recently and she will be at the end of the month here as well. And so it, you know, the having the tablet as she does the the Galaxy Tab A eight, is uh, working okay for her. But uh, it, she's going to be gone for a little bit longer time this uh, coming up here, and it would be nice for her to have a computer, you know, on hand that she can do a little bit more than just tap around on so uh, like she's doing with her current tablet. so I have been actually looking at the Samsung Galaxy Tab S6 this is Samsung's latest Galaxy Tab that's been making the rounds on re- the tech review channels on YouTube and yeah it actually looks really good uh, it's it's not uh, <laughs> it's not the cheapest laptop or laptop I mean, that's kind of uh, getting ahead of myself there. It's not the cheapest Android tablet out there. It does that come with the S Pen and, and stuff like that. It's a 10.1-inch tablet, but it has a Snapdragon 855 in it, and uh, it runs at Samsung's DeX, so essentially kind of a desktop mode on it. And uh, I thought that this could actually be a good solution for her. Like I said, it's a little bit pricey, uh, but we would sell her old laptop to supplement that cost and... Uh, you know potentially sell that our other the, the eight inch tablet that we have now and you know just to kind of help out with the price of it because it is upwards of 650 dollars so uh it's something that we would have to yeah supplement a little bit with but it wouldn't really wouldn't be an issue but I, honestly i think it would be good for her this galaxy tab s6 i think it's got uh kind of what she needs it, you can buy an optional keyboard uh, that, that kind of snaps onto it as well uh, that actually has a trackpad because they're kind of marketing it a little bit as a you know slightly as a laptop replacement uh, and because of that Dex mode, it definitely kind of feels like it. Um, it it should really be meet every all of the needs that she has. Because really, what she uses mostly these days is that eight inch tablet we have to watch YouTube and stuff at night. And uh, usually, I'm watching the the YouTube watching YouTube through the Roku on the TV with the my headphones plugged into the Roku app on my phone. And then she's got her tablet with her headphones plugged in, which is actually uh, the Tab S six does not have a headphone jack so we would have to dongle her up to make sure (laughs) that she could you know plug in her headphones for that and stuff but uh yeah honestly I think it would be a really good thing for her I think that uh having that versatility would be nice I don't know if I would necessarily go with the keyboard that that the official Samsung keyboard that you can buy for it uh I've seen some sh- reviews of the the hinge on the back of it being shaky a little bit, uh, not being super strong. Uh, that's just one thing. But also, there is a trackpad, but both my wife and I, <laughs> we kind of both don't really use the trackpad a whole ton. We both like a good in hand mouse, and so I think I would get her a Bluetooth mouse and keyboard probably to go with that. You can actually get way cheaper Bluetooth keyboard cases as well for this uh, tablet, and I think. That might be a better option. Those keyboards don't have a trackpad on them, and I've uh, the, you know found some options on Amazon, that kind of thing to kind of look through. Some really trying to put together uh, a good solution for her for that, and uh, because if she doesn't really need a full fledged laptop anymore. Uh, the most. The, the biggest thing she's going to be doing is, uh, or I should say the most intensive thing she would actually use her computer for is just a bit of basic Excel. And when I mean basic Excel, I mean just opening up an Excel spreadsheet and putting in some data to track certain things, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so And that's something that can be easily done on this uh, Tab S6 uh, with the, the Android version of the Excel app. Uh, so it really wouldn't be giving up very much for her because really it's going to be mostly YouTube, mostly Pinterest, mostly that kind of stuff, and and yeah, there I it did kind of look at the Surface Go as well because it is in the same price range, but I I think I like the idea of an Android tablet better for her because Windows can be very fiddly uh, as far as updates and as far as getting things set up in a, a tablet way. Now, to be honest, I haven't really used Windows 10's tablet mode, so I'm not sure if that uh, is, is a good thing these days. I, I, I probably should try that out and see if it would work well. But honestly, my biggest thing is I would rather she have a ta- an Android tablet, just because it's gonna be way more intuitive for her to, to use that. So, especially when I show her the Dex mode, we're gonna go check it out. Uh, at Best Buy um, because I actually did stop by our local Best Buy and um, uh, while looking at a whole bunch of other stuff I did see, get hands on with the Tab S6 uh, without any sales associates uh, breathing down my neck so I was able to you know, actually use it a little bit and try some things out and all that and just to get the basic idea and I tried it out with the keyboard and uh yeah it's nice i mean it literally is just a small laptop and in dex mode it's i think it'll be perfect for her it's gonna have all the functions that she needs and and just work really well you know it's gonna be way way better than her her android tablet that she has now and also way way more portable than the laptop that she's you know, potentially would have to lug around and keep plugged in and all that stuff. And it's gonna have way better battery life and all that. It's always on, you know, that kind of thing. I think it's just a good solution for her. For me, uh, I don't think this would be a good solution. I honestly wish I could go with a, a smaller, you know, form factor, less power, that kind of thing uh, for my PC. But I just, you know, I have a lot of applications that uh, need a lot of Processing power and RAM, uh, and they do a lot of heavy lifting. So, I need a, a PC. <laughs> and that's I, that's part of why I went with the Lenovo X1 Extreme for myself recently, is because it's a pretty compact form factor for all of the specs that are inside. But uh, this Tab X, S6, I think, would be great for her. And like I said, if we can supplement it with some of, so by selling some of our, you know, extra gadgets that'll be sitting around that this will replace, that would be even better. So, but with that said, that brings me a little bit into my next section here. I was talking about walking around Best Buy, which of course is the electronic store over here in the US. <laughs> uh, so I did get my hands on with a lot of the latest devices, mainly smartphones, uh, because I hadn't been in there in a while. There were you know there was a bunch of new phones that have come out in the you know recent past. So I did uh, try out and look at the iPhone 11 lineup. Uh, The, you know, it just, they're iPhones to me. (laughs) The front looks the same. The camera looks the same. I do like the frosted glass on the back. I know that this is something, you know, from other phones and from the Pixel and stuff like that. They've done this already, but it does add a nice uh, effect and feel to the device, even though there's no way I would ever use it without a case. Uh, But it is a nice finish on there. So I did also look at all of the Galaxy Note 10 and S10 lineup. I had... Already seen the S10 lineup when I had been in there a couple months ago, but I hadn't. The uh, Note 10 hadn't wasn't out at that time, so it was kind of interesting to see both sizes of the Galaxy Note 10. Uh, the smaller size is actually pretty nice. It would probably be the one that I go with. The Note 10 Plus, uh, which also kind of matches the size of the Note 9, it, it, it is just way too big. Uh, but honestly with the, the galaxy devices they're really nice i think the s10e is probably still my favorite out of the lineup just because of that size and it has the 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 right just the right camera setup for me and i uh, really would be my choice i think out of all the s10 products i just you know tried it out a little bit more while i was there uh, and it's just a nice overall package so uh, and i also got a chance to look at more of the motorola phones uh more of the motorola line uh, specifically the g series and the g7 the g7 power that kind of thing and uh yeah the g7 power is one that i've actually looked at a lot online in the uh, recent past just because i just i know the battery life is going to be amazing on that thing and it's always appealing uh, especially since i had that moto e4 plus in the past with the 5000 milliamp hour battery and yeah that thing just ran all day and all night for multiple days so uh yeah but i wasn't overall you know too enthralled with motorola's lineup you know there's just something about their screens that is just not as good as as other uh even other budget phones uh but you know what and that's not fair actually because i did look at other nokia devices while i was there and all those mid to low range screens on these devices aren't the best you know i mean it is the resolution thing but it's also a backlight thing you know like they the when they're lcd they're not as as good so uh and i did look at a few of the blue phones which are i I don't know if those are sold worldwide or not but they're definitely a budget brand here in the u.s and so i have been looking at their their phones a lot especially because they've been coming out with some with, uh, higher end devices for them. Uh, not necessarily that they're flagship uh, level devices, but they are budget devices with some flagship features. Uh, specifically, the the Bold, or it's the uh, Blue G9, I believe it is, G9 Pro, or something like that. I've seen that one reviewed a few, you know, on a few YouTube channels because it is such a, a budget device, but it has so many features. So, uh, and also the, bold, the Blue has a brand called Bold now where they're trying to put out more premium uh, devices uh, but uh, not still not like flagship level. But they have uh, the Bold N1. Uh, I actually looked at that quite a bit. It's a really nice. Uh, that one wasn't at Best Buy, but uh, I, based on the build quality of the, the, the Blue phones that they had at Best Buy, uh, they, they're actually... I was very impressed uh, considering the price that you pay for those. Now, those ones... Uh, I don't know how they do it as far as pricing goes because they are the cheapest phones that you can buy at best Buy and they actually offer quite a bit for what you're getting and now the camera is one thing that they definitely cut huge corners on uh they're not the worst cameras from what I could tell but they are you know that's where you're gonna you're gonna find the difference and and part of why the price is so low but I also did get to try a little bit more I had Looked at it uh, the last time that I was in there, but I didn't spend much time with it, but the LG G8. Uh, that was one that uh, I was, this time, I was really uh, taken with. <laughs> I guess you could say, I don't know if that's uh, the right way to put it, but I, it was, I really liked it. Uh, when I was trying it out, uh, I was trying to do the air motion gestures with the LG G8, where essentially you hover your hand over and kind of, you know, pull your fingers together so you can... Uh, create a knob or play and pause music by just holding your hand over the phone and kind of swiping to the right or to the left or turning like uh, your fingers like you're turning a knob to turn the volume up and down and I was able to get it to work pretty consistently on there that was uh, pretty cool but I know it's probably um, mostly useless uh, I, I kind of see the main thing for that air motion stuff on the LG G8 as kind of you know if you're, you're cooking or something like that and your hands are messy or You know, that kind of thing. Or if you're in the bathroom and you're trying to, you know, you don't want to touch your phone for some reason or whatever. Any, 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 and when I mean in the bathroom, I mean, I don't mean going to the bathroom. I mean, you know, like getting ready for the day kind of a thing. Uh, If your hands are full of lotion or something like that, and you don't want to grease up your screen, Uh, that kind of thing. So it was definitely interesting to look at. And I thought the overall build quality of, of the LG G8 was really nice. It just, felt because i did try the g7 briefly if you if have listened to the podcast you know that i got those in i got uh, two of those in from t-mobile when we switched over to t-mobile and wasn't very impressed but the g8 i think is actually a pretty decent upgrade and i think the really nice thing too about the g8 is that the camera module on the back is just under the the glass and so it's completely flat on the back which is really nice so uh, it's in person. It just looks way slicker than a camera module bulging off the back. So, <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion, so the G8 is definitely on my radar uh, as, as a potential next device, and especially because I haven't been using the G6 very much recently uh, because I, I I had tried to switch back to it a couple times, but it is getting it's getting a little long in the tooth as far as the processor goes. Uh, a lot of the apps, a lot of navigating around is especially in maps and and i i really don't want to have to use the go version of the maps on there uh but uh, that's kind of what it's coming to it's basically it's becoming very sluggish in in certain areas and i'm sure this is by design as far as the software goes you know the, the phone's a little bit older now so i i just uh yeah i'm kind of veering obviously i veered away from the g6 recently uh and then i'm i been kind of trying to pinpoint a brand, a phone that I want to get next. Uh, it has come down to Motorola or LG. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go with Samsung, but I don't know. Again, I'm just kind of in the uh, research stage, so I'm kind of in a different moment right now. The X4 has been holding up well, but the, the LG G8, is on my radar and and maybe even that uh that new one it's like the g8x or something like that with the dual screen thing that you can pop it into the case and yeah that potentially you know maybe one of that kind of thing would be interesting to do so yeah uh that was m- kind of my trip around best but i did get to see the surface laptop 3 which was really nice it was just really at the 15 inch version as well the black metal or aluminum version, aluminum <laughs> version of the the Surface 3 laptop. So, and it was really nice. And all they had all the other Surface products out there, but honestly, they looked like the Surface products, you know, from previous generations. Not a huge upgrade as far as aesthetically. Uh, Surface has never, honestly, the Surface uh, tablets and stuff like that have never really gotten me too excited. Like I said, it's not really my use case uh for you know for somebody else it might be nice to have that kind of portability but i pretty much sit and stay at the same desk all day so uh but with that said too real quick uh to add on to that that cuz i just just thought of it is that i have been looking at the lenovo uh, i think it's the thinkvision m4 or something to that effect it's like the usb c powered monitor and i I've, I've actually at this peak my interest Back when they announced it, I think I forget which show it was at. One of the electronic shows this summer, and or in the spring. I don't know. A few months ago, and it basically it's a a fourteen inch ten eighty p display that you is powered completely by USB C uh, if your laptop supports the specific type <laughs> of USB C or whatever. And uh, yeah, it's something that I think I would actually want to use, because like I said, I sit most of the time at a desk, and so setting up a second display to put some other, you know, to kind of offload some of the programs that I use to more easily switch between stuff when copying and pasting and that kind of thing, and, uh, you know, because I do have to compare a lot of things and, and do stuff like that, so a second display would be really nice to have and I could just get a regular monitor but the nice thing about this uh, Lenovo one is that it can be uh, folded up and it comes with a carrying case and you can take it with you so even if I you know but like, as an example if I went out to work at a coffee shop or something like that and I had a big enough table I could set it all up and it's nice because it just powers through USB-C one cord and uh, yeah it works really nicely like that so that's uh, that's on my radar as well. But anyway, that was supposed to round out my Best Buy visit, but that wasn't at Best Buy. But uh, yeah, anyway, let's move on here. All right, so I'm going to need a drum roll for this next part. And if you've been following me on Twitter, you know what I'm going to be talking about here is that I am the proud owner of two iPhones. <laughs> so I went from zero in my life to two at once. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, just a good disclaimer. I'm not joining the uh, Rene Ritchie fan club quite yet. So <laughs> if you don't know Rene Ritchie, Ritchie, I'm sorry, he is a YouTuber who is very very much uh, Apple-centric, let's just put it that way, Apple-centric and X-centric, so, Uh, but either way, yeah, I I mentioned it last week that it was going to get, uh, potentially get to, uh, or some old phones, that's all I really knew at the time, and I was hoping some of them would be smartphones, and I kind of had a guess that they would be, at least one of them would be an old iPhone, so uh, I did end up getting, four devices uh, two of which were some old LG dumb phones a couple of old ones I'm not sure on the model on those I haven't really dug into those it was <laughs> kind of distracting because I had uh, there was two iPhones in the in the pile so uh, one of them is an, an iPhone 4s uh, 16 gigabyte version on um, these uh, both these iPhones that I got are Verizon variants but turns out that they're actually uh, unlocked so uh, I did Uh, pop my sim into the the iPhone 4s and was able to use it with T-Mobile but that's I'm kind of getting ahead of myself so uh, yeah the iPhone 4s was the first one and the other one was an iPhone 6s and I'm not sure what the storage on that one is yet Uh, so when I did get them they were uh, pretty filthy so I was had to clean them up but they actually cleaned up fairly quickly and fairly well luckily the iPhone 6s did have a uh, glass screen protector on it, and it was a little bit shattered, the screen protector itself. Uh, but when I was I was able to pull that off, and uh, the display underneath was in perfect condition. So uh, after that, it was just a matter of kind of getting all the dirt out of everything. There was <laughs> a good bit of pocket lint completely congesting the, uh, the uh, headphone jack on the iPhone 6S. But again, not not anything that was too difficult to clean up. So a good wipe down, uh, and then uh, you know going around a few of the spots with the toothbrush, and they were good as gold. So uh, very good condition. Uh, I would say the iPhone 4S is in almost mint condition. The iPhone 6S is actually that's one's pretty much almost in mint condition as well. But uh, I did have to charge them up, and I did have a couple of cables on hand, uh, thanks to <laughs> Kyle Helms on Twitter was responding as I was posting tweets about getting these iPhones, about having the, the cables to charge these up, because I have never owned an iPhone, and I, I, I am not necessarily an Apple person, So I, but I did have... Uh, Two cords on hand, one was the, I think it's the 30 pin connector uh, for the old Apple stuff, the iPods and and old iPhones. Uh, So I did have one of those on hand because we do have a couple of old iPods in the house. My wife used to exclusively use an iPod uh, for all of her music at one point. And uh, in the past, I've gotten a couple of old uh, iPods as well. So I have a cord kicking around for those in case I want to plug those in and play with those. Uh, And so that what I was able to use on the iPhone 4S, and then I also have a lightning cable that I keep on hand for when my niece Azure actually comes over, uh, because she has an iPhone 7 Plus, I believe, right now, still. And so she... Uh, whenever she comes over, I make sure to have that <laughs> cord on hand because Lord knows that that thing is almost always out of battery. Uh, so that's uh, I had both of those on hand, so it was great to be able to plug in these phones after I cleaned them up, and they both uh, were working. Uh, they both you know came up with the low battery symbol and then eventually booted up, and I was happy to find that the iPhone 4s was not didn't have any sort of passcode or anything on there. Now I said that I was going to try and make sure when i received these phones that they you know i had the owner of them uh take the, make sure that they s- deleted the the device from their apple account but when uh when i got the phones they were uh completely dead so they were not booted up these things haven't been honestly probably booted up in years <laughs> so well uh well, at least you know at least a year for for the iphone success. so Uh, yeah the battery was completely gone and so I wasn't able to do anything right there at the moment so uh, we didn't have a laptop or anything like that to try and get in them into their iCloud account so uh, yeah the iPhone 4s it was able to get in and go through the steps to delete it from the or sign out of the person's iCloud account and uh, you know erase the device and and, and get it set up as new. So uh, it's off of their account and I was able to, to sign in myself with my Apple ID, which I do have an Apple ID because I have purchased stuff off of iTunes in the past, but I also needed it for uploading my podcast feed to uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever you want to call it. So I do have a login for that, that I can use, and, and that's what I used on the iPhone 4S, and that one's all set up as my own now, so uh, the bad thing, uh, the bad news is that the iPhone 6S uh, actually had a passcode uh, still enabled on it, so the, there was no passcode on the 4S, but there was on the 6S, and so that is, it's a six, uh, <laughs> a six-digit passcode, so uh, I, I tried the, the uh, the Standard one, two, three, four, five, six just to, to test it. I know uh, everything locks up after so many tries, so I didn't try much else, but uh, so that's something I'm gonna have to have the original owner. Uh, I, I will see them again probably soon, so I'm gonna have them either put in the passcode or uh, poten- or potentially reset the phone. And then somehow help them get into their Apple account and uh, delete the the device through there. Uh, But uh, I was kind of mentioning this uh, to Frank Neithart, who reached out on Twitter. Thanks to everybody who was responding to those iPhone tweets. Uh, Yeah, I was kind of... uh, I was super excited when I got home to try these out. So, uh, But yeah, Frank had mentioned that they could... You know, I don't have to necessarily meet up with the person that they can... Uh, remotely remove this iphone success from their account so i could clear it out uh through itunes and uh reset it but uh I don't know if, yeah, the the person that i got it from they um, like i was telling frank on twitter they don't necessarily even realize that they have an Apple account at all. So I'm guessing that every time they've upgraded a phone they just had whoever's at the store do it for them you know kind of a thing uh, not because they're you know like uh, lazy or anything just because they're not tech, tech savvy. So uh, it's one of those things where I'm gonna ha- I'm, I'm gonna have to be present uh, and help them to get this iPhone off of their iCloud account, so, or uh, their Apple, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not 100% uh, down with the language of iCloud versus Apple ID kind of thing. I know iCloud is all the backup stuff, but it just, it just seemed, you know, it's it's not all straight in my head yet. I, I'm new, I'm new to the iPhone world, give me a break, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the 6S is in great shape, but I still can't use it right now, uh, but you know, I'm not in any rush to, to you know, well, I mean, at first, you know, when you first, when I first got it, I was like, ah, oh, you know, when that uh, passcode showed up, so, um, and, you know, obviously Googling, trying to get around the passcode, uh, yeah, not a lot out there for legitimate folk, so, but yeah, so I got those two iPhones, and it's, I'm it's, um, excited to try them out, you know, I've never been uh, anti-iPhone or Apple or anything like that, I have owned Apple products before. <laughs> Mostly just an iPod, uh, which I traded for a Zoom. But uh, that's neither here nor there. So uh, yeah, I'm just glad to have these in hand, and there's definitely going to be more reporting to come on these too. Uh, The iPhone 4S is, uh, like I said, up and running. I can't wait to get the iPhone 6S up and running because that's the one that's still actually supported by Apple. Uh, On the 4S, I've tried to install some apps, but uh, the operating system is only at... uh, the It taps out at uh, iOS 9, so that's uh, most of the apps have been saying iOS 11 or later (laughs) you have to have iOS 11. So I can't even install Twitter, I can't install Pandora, I can't install any other things that I've tried so far. Uh, I can't get them on there, so I'm sure there's some ways around that. Uh, Again, I have to look into that for the future, but uh, for now, the 6S is just sitting on the sidelines, but hopefully we'll get that up and running because that's the one that I would, uh, want to try out for a little while. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, I'm, I'm in the iPhone world now. (laughs) Now granted, I'm, uh, three years behind as far as the 6S goes and then however many years behind for the 4S. So, you know, you got to start from the beginning, as they say. Uh, maybe I should get a 3GS in and try that out or even the one that, uh, has 2G, uh, the original iPhone, so (laughs) I don't know if that's a... I I kind of thought about it the other day or yesterday when I was working with these, like maybe I should, you know, take the iPhone journey from the beginning, uh, from the 3GS into the future starting in 2019, so... Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. I'm probably just gonna stick with these two and and try these out for a little while. But I'm I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to try it out. It's nice to and to have a fresh look at an operating system. Uh, you know, I I do know quite. You know, I, I follow Apple's news. I, I follow all their new releases for hardware and stuff like that. And so not it's not a lot of surprising things to me, but. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to digging into iOS a little bit and seeing how it goes for me. So who knows, maybe it's a better operating system for me. But it's, <laughs> uh, it's going to be hard with file system stuff because I do like that with Android. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just uh, excited to have these in and look forward to reporting back more on both of these. All right, so let's wrap things up here on episode 88 of the Pixel Swim podcast, Big 88 to Two Snowmen. Uh, but anyway, thank you for tuning in. If you want to leave any feedback, go to pixelswim.com. Uh, you can also find all the show notes there and links to stuff that I talked about today if you want to get a closer look or better an idea of what these things are. <laughs> Some of them don't make sense. But uh, either way, thank you again for tuning in and, and tune in next week for 80, episode 89. Uh, we're. i'm sure there'll be some more iphone talk so we're fair and balanced here on the pixel swim podcast we talk iphones we talk android we talk windows phone so uh, what else is there maybe i'll get a palm os device in just to uh shake things up a little bit but and we have talked migo os on um, that nokia n9 but either way we are we are we turn no os away we are an os sanctuary city here at pixel swim so uh yeah, again, anyway thank you for tuning in and uh listening to me ramble right now so have a great afternoon or evening or morning or commute to work or commute home or commute to lunch at mcdonald's whichever fast food restaurant it is you're eating at when you're listening to this so thanks again and god speed